Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bulletproof Hygiene Podcast, where mistakes are welcome, nothing is off limits, and growth is championed. I am Sharissa Wood, a practicing dental hygienist who wants to share my passion for all things hygiene and the oral systemic connection to help empower, encourage, and equip you listeners. Bulletproof Hygiene's ultimate goal is to bring knowledge and tools that facilitate optimal patient care, healthy team culture, and professional fulfillment. If you are a growth-minded hygienist or dental professional looking to practice purposeful, profitable hygiene, then you're in the right place. Now, let's dive in and become Bulletproof together. Another week of Bulletproof Hygiene. Um, I'm hoping that you are not uh, tuning into this podcast with a stiff neck or a, a sore lower back, but if you are, stay tuned because I am joined today by a fellow RDH, Caitlin Parsons. She's also known as the Aligned Hygienist, and she's going to help talk to us today about how to take better care of our bodies, our alignment in general, so that we can practice out of a place of health and wellness. So. Caitlin is a registered dental hygienist of 15 years and a chronic pain survivor turned certified yoga therapist and ergonomic consultant for dental professionals. She hopes dental professional or she helps dental professionals prevent, reduce and overcome workplace pain, manage stress and optimize their health so they can thrive in and out of the op. Caitlin is passionate about practitioner and team wellness to help to better support patient care, team cohesiveness, and practice growth through her in-person and online programs, speaking events, writing, team experiences, and podcasts. You can find her on Instagram. Her handle is the Align Hygienist, and I challenge you to check her out. She posts some really awesome tips all the time. So without further ado, welcome, Caitlin. We're so excited to have you. Hello. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So like I said, thanks for joining us today and sharing your mission of helping others to practice from a place of wellness and health. Will you kick us off just by sharing your story for how this passion came to be for you? Yeah. Um, uh, about 15 years ago, when I first became a dental hygienist, I was 22 years old and really passionate about um, dental hygiene and paying off my student loans from dental hygiene school. And within a year, started experiencing work-related pain in multiple areas. And for a while, I ignored it. I ignored it. I hoped it would go away. I tried to change some things, but it pretty much just kept getting worse. And I finally decided that I had to figure something out. So I remember going to a couple of yoga classes, started to feel better. And I vividly remember this moment in my operatory in op five, where I worked, um, of, of having this inner knowing that I, there had to be something out there that was some form of yoga that could help dental professionals. And so it started my search of yoga therapy and yoga for dental professionals. And at that time, there really wasn't much out there. And from that moment, it was just really clear to me that that is what I was meant to do to help figure out how to heal my own pain, how to feel better in my own body, and how to help dental professionals do the same. So I soon after became a yoga teacher, an advanced yoga teacher, and then I moved to San Diego from Boston um, to 
go to a yoga therapy school and become a certified yoga therapist. So a lot of, not many people know the difference between yoga and yoga therapy. I like to describe it as using all of the different types or parts of yoga, of a yoga practice and utilizing it for a specific group. So for dental professionals, it's we're sitting all day, we're doing these movements all of the time. We are typically high stress. So how can we utilize it to improve our posture, the way we move all of that? Um, and yeah, I, I healed a lot of my own pain. I continued to work as a dental hygienist and started to realize that, you know, the first half of my career, the first six years, I practiced clinically for 12 years. The first half I was in pain. I didn't feel good. I was trying to find solutions. I was doing little things here and there starting to feel better. But the second half of my career, I, I realized it was completely different. The way I talked to my patients, my like patient communication, um, the way that I worked with my team, the way that I worked with the doctor that I worked for, my numbers improved, like so much improved when I started to take care of myself and feel good. And so all of these things just kind of kept sparking my, my mission, my excitement to help others, because I know it's it's a huge problem. And yes. and I, I see it. It's crazy because I have so many people that reach out to me. They can be three years out of hygiene school or just having pain 30 years into their career and everything in between. Yep. Well, it's kind of just like patients. Some patients respond to one thing and some don't, you know, so you just never know what, at what point it's going to hit you, but you're right. We have so many repetitive motions all day long. You know, we're hunched over, we're leaned over. We, you, we might've been great in school, you know, as we were getting graded on our ergonomics, but we kind of fall into ruts and, and it, it really takes a toll. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then I say all this, I don't remember doing that much of ergonomics in school. And it's, it's crazy to me. It's something that I wish was different that so many different schools across the board, dental or dental hygiene are all so different in what we're learning, what we're implementing, how often we're going back to it. And I think that plays a big role. The more that we can come back to it and remember it, it makes it more of a lifestyle, right? Than just right. something we pay attention to from eight to five, Monday through Thursday. Yeah, very true. Well, I feel like being a certified yoga, yoga instructor and then also carrying the handle of the aligned hygienist one would assume that you're all about physical health. And obviously we know you are because of what we just talked about. But what I really love about you is aligned for you means so much more. Um, will you share your approach to how you help your clients and audience be truly and wholly aligned? Mm, I love that question. I love that you've, you've seen that. Um, yeah, alignment is it's funny. I feel like aligned is a kind of trendy word now. It's meant something to me for a while. Alignment is at the beginning, physical alignment, right? Our posture, our structure, our whole body. Um, and that was, it's interesting because this is kind of the, the seed of my experience of yoga and in healing. It started with my physical body being in pain. Um, but it's also, it's mental alignment. It's being your mindset, being in alignment with the offices that you're working at, with what you're saying and what you're doing with how you're taking care of yourself. Um, and it's, 
all of the other things, energetic alignment and all of these pieces, but really just living in alignment with who we are and what, how we can support ourselves the best in order to do what we're meant to do, provide the best care we can for our patients. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, talking about ergonomics, you know, we mentioned some of us might've learned more of that than others in hygiene school. Um, I, I know I had instructors and this, I always say this was back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth because I've been doing this for way too long. Um, but you know, in school for me, my professors were very big on ergonomics and we would get graded on that and there would be comments on that. So I was very mindful of that. And I'm grateful for that because I still feel like I'm very mindful of that as I'm practicing. I have a patient who she's my patient and I'm her patient and she does uh, massage therapy. And she has said mm -hmm. to me, she's like, I can't believe you've been doing this for this long and your body is what it is. And I said, I think it's because I've always been mindful of it. Yeah. Um, and it, it, that's so, so important. Um, yeah. you know, I and remember I think like two classes in my program at school on ergonomics and not being brought up. So there is something about that piece of when we're learning how to be dental professionals, if we are constantly being reminded like, oh yes, you need to improve your indirect vision or your removal of buildup. And also you have to pay attention to the way that you're holding your body while you do that. Those reminders are important. Like that's one of the tips that I recommend people is setting reminders for yourself to make these have make, make these patterns a habit. Yes. I love that. I feel like for a lot of people, you know, learning ergonomics in school was honestly kind of viewed as one of those, you know, another thing in our tool belt, like, okay, yeah, I should know that I should do that. Um, but obviously I think not all have approached it with the level of respect or seriousness that it deserves in order to be able to function at that high level and take the best care of our patients. So for those of us that are far from our college days, can you share some great reminders toward practicing great ergonomics? And I have a feeling we're definitely more open to ideas and suggestions now that we're in the trenches and feeling the strain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. I mean, studies show that up to 97% of dental professionals experience pain. It's, it's crazy. So, I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot that we can do to decrease the amount of pain that we experience and in, in injuries we experience. One of the most important things is I think coming back to the idea of being in neutral posture and thinking of that, not just when we are in the dental operatory, not just when a patient is in our chair, but throughout our daily life, how are you sitting? How is your posture when you're writing your notes or when you're waiting for a patient or when you're driving in the car or waiting in line at Starbucks. So starting to pay attention to the way that you hold your body, not just when you're in the dental operatory, but throughout your life. Um, so that's one big piece. Um, I love the, I mean, going back to what I said, I'll, I'll share giving yourself reminders. So whether that's like a simple post-it behind the computer monitor that just has a color that makes you remember to adjust your chicken wing arm that is constantly out to the side or whatever it is, or something in your phone or your notes. Like I have a reminder in my phone that's, did you move? Did you meditate today? And it's happens at night. I actually just changed it to the morning. Um, but it's, it's a reminder for me that 
it it doesn't have to stay in my mind. It can be in another place as well. Um, another great thing is taking photos of yourself or videos of yourself while you're working. I've actually done a study on this for dental students, but when we see ourselves and our positioning, when we're not expecting it, when we're not getting an ergonomic assessment and, you know, we are on our best behavior or a Monday morning, but when we're not thinking about it, we can see a lot of our habits and our patterns just by looking at our own positioning. Um, and then the, I think one other thing I'll say is to not be afraid to invest in yourself, to invest time, money, energy into learning more about taking care of yourself or investing in a really good saddle stool that fits you or those ergo loops or going to yoga regularly, like whatever it is, don't be afraid to invest in ourselves. I think especially in hygiene, I think we're seeing a little bit of a shift of it, but I think the doctor has paid in a lot of instances, the doctor pays for certain things. And some of us don't, if we haven't been in that experience or environment, otherwise, I think some of us are hesitant to pay for things for ourselves. So we just accept the instruments, the equipment, the chair that we get when we sit in that operatory, but we, by investing just a little bit to take care of ourselves is it makes a big difference. Yeah. For years to come. Yeah. Yes. And I, it's funny that you say that. So I am not a fan of the saddle stools for some reason. They, they, my hips do not like those. Okay. Um, and that's okay. Cause we're all different. And I think yeah. that's part of it too, is figuring out what works for you. And so when I go, I do a lot of, um, coordination with my doctor, we do sedation dentistry. So I might go do periodontal therapy in, in sedation and he has a saddle stool in there. So I've started like just dragging my own chair in because at the end of two hours of doing that, I'm like, oh my gosh, my hips are killing me. So those small things of doing what works for you. I have another really random thing. Um, you know, it's hard for all of us hygienists to hydrate throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially I do assisted hygiene. So I hop between two ops and I'm like constantly going. So I have started keeping my water in my doctor's office because I'm going in there constantly for an exam to talk. So I drink my water when I go for the exam. So it's just those small little things of figuring out like what works for you and what feels good to you. Yeah. I love what you said. Second, it's like habit stacking. That's one of, I don't know if you've read or, uh, or know anything about Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. But he talks about like stacking w- ways to make habits more effective. And one of the things is stacking it on other habits that we're already doing. You're already going into the doctor's office for an exam. If you see your water in there, you are much more likely to like, Hey, doctor, I'm waiting for an exam. And as they're getting up, drinking your water rather than making it another effort to have to go all the way to the break room or a different area to do that. It's the same thing like habit stacking with, um, I mean, I'm trying to think of something we can do in the operatory, but anytime that I brush my teeth, I'm also going to use a tennis ball on the bottom of my foot. So I get that in. So just building it with other things. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of taking a picture of, and I will say 
what I what I'm taking away from this is I'm gonna ask some of my teammates to just take a quick picture of me as they're walking by the op and I'm doing hygiene because then I'm not even aware they're doing it and I think I'll get an accurate assessment for what I'm actually doing throughout the day. Yes. I love that idea. Yeah. I actually I've talked about this for so long and then I was reminded when someone really close to me was at my house and they were upstairs on the balcony looking down and I was talking to a couple people outside my neighbors and they happened to take a photo of me and they sent it to me, the person in my house. And I looked at the photo and for like a posture and ergonomics expert and like very passionate about, I was mortified by my own posture. And it's just such a great reminder, like okay, we have work to do that we have to, we have to keep going. And it's, it's great when it's least expected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things I talk about in Bulletproof all the time is we're never going to arrive. We're never going to arrive at the station of perfection. So it's it's just a constant process and we just keep working towards betterment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In, In everything like hygiene, wellness, taking care of ourselves, learning all of this stuff. I mean, as we go through our career as hygienists, I think we just, we we get to continuously evolve as, as the industry evolves, but we, we as individuals can evolve. Yeah. And I think, I know you're going to agree with this, but as caregivers and as caregivers who are asking our patients to make changes and to invest in themselves and to do things toward their health, I think we've got to set that example as their providers of, hey, I'm I'm not going to ask you to do something unless I'm going to do something. And I'm working towards betterment too. So I think it's really important um, when we stay motivated and when we feel good, we have we're come we have a better come from to ask our patients to make those changes as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I talk about that in my courses a lot. I'm we talk to our patients all the time about things that they can and or should be doing at home to prevent disease in their body. And then us as dental professionals, we're over here like, oh, we know we have all these risk factors. We know that every day we go in the office, we are at risk for pain or injuries. We see the statistics, but I'm too busy or we get caught up and we forget and life happens, right? But yeah, we, there, there's definitely, I think, I hope that things get to change in our industry, but I think there's an accountability piece for us too. There has to be. Yeah. 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 I mean, we see it in healthcare, right? Sometimes we'll go to the doctor and a doctor will be telling someone that they have heart disease, but they are like, they have all of the risk factors as well. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. And I think it, you know, I think it diminishes the trust factor in that, in those, in those instances. Yeah. Um, You mentioned ergonomic loops earlier. What are your, have you, have you tried those out? What are, what are your thoughts on those? Yes. I highly recommend if you are interested in getting new loops or ready for new loops, getting going ergo. They, I mean, I'd say the biggest and most important difference between those and traditional loops is that the the neck flexion. So you're not looking, even with the the traditional loops, um, it's still 10 to 20 degrees of looking down. 
And that over time, that adds up on our neck, on our back, on our head. Um, so I am a big fan of Ergo Loops. And like with, for those of us, when we tried regular loops, like it does take time to adjust, but mm-hmm. Yep. Change, change always takes time though. So again, if you're going to invest in yourself, then you just know it's going to take some, some time. Yeah. It's funny that you say that, that talking about the, you know, the 15 to 20 degree looking down. So about five years into my career, I was experiencing headaches about five days a week. And I was like, I cannot keep going like this. And at the time, my husband had a um, coworker who was getting chiropractic care. And he was like, oh my gosh, your wife should go see my chiropractors. They are amazing. And so I was like, all right. So I went and they were amazing. And, you know, they did those x-rays at the beginning just to see how everything was looking. And, you know, our neck is supposed to have a kind of a backwards curve to it. And on my x-rays, my neck was completely straight up and down. Yeah. And my chiropractor's like, so you spend a lot of time looking down and I'm like, yeah, pretty much all day, every day. So that's one of my secrets is I do chiropractic care weekly. Um, yeah. and I think that helps me a lot with the alignment aspect as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I, I didn't share this in the story earlier, but when I first started being working as a dental hygienist, I was in so much pain largely because I was in a car accident when I was 16, I hit black ice, hit a tree and hit a curb and flipped my car. And luckily, very minimal damage. Like I broke my nose. I had a minor concussion, bumps, bruises. But what I didn't realize then or for 10 years, pretty much until I became a dental hygienist, that my my body, my spine was actually out of alignment in multiple areas from the car accident. And so when I started working as a dental hygienist and I was doing all of this yoga therapy and corrective exercises and getting so much pain, but I, I kept feeling a lot of tension in my neck, no matter what I would do and a lot of pressure. And I went and got, went to the chiropractor. I had amazing, amazing experience. And I had not even no curve in my neck. It was the opposite curve. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) this makes sense. So I, I did chiropractic care for probably six months and it helped me so much. I say, I mean, I, I believe something like chiropractic care, you're moving the bones. So we want to be doing things that are also addressing muscles, um, where if we're just doing chiropractic care, we're, or, or if we have something structurally going on with us and we're just doing stretches to help, we want to think of a, um, a, a holistic approach of different things. Right. I know my chiropractor talks a lot about, you know, core exercises. And I do a lot of those to, you know, to hold things. Yeah. 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 Um, so one thing we haven't really talked a whole lot about, and I know I, because I've seen it on your Instagram stretching. Yeah. Stretching is huge. Um, and not just like when we get home from work. So talk to us about some great stretches we can be doing during the day to help us feel better. Yeah. Help us feel better. Yeah. I am all about chair side stretches. So stretches that we can do when we're in between patients or we are working on a patient and waiting for the doctor or waiting for the patient to get numb or to use their phone again. 
there's so many little stretches that we can do. So one example is just a simple neck stretch where if you're sitting up nice and tall, bringing one ear towards one shoulder and just getting into the side of your neck. Another one, I'd say one of my go-tos and I have so many different variations of it, but it is like a cat cow in some variations. So you're arching the back and rounding the back slowly with the breath. Um, that's a great way to release tension through the muscles around the spine um, and just keep the spine in general healthy. Um, I'd say coming into like a side bend is a great one. So just for instance, raising your right arm overhead. And then as you exhale, as you're nice and long, as you exhale, leaning over towards the left um, and taking some big, deep breaths into like the sides of your rib cage, those are really important for maintaining good posture. And then if we were to round it out, I guess I would finish up with like a really, you could do a really simple twist, just sitting up in your operatory chair. And as you exhale, using the strength of your core, not using your hands to pull your body, but just slowly exhaling and twisting in one direction and staying there for a couple of breaths, nice long spine, and then switching it out and going to the other side. But the more that we can keep our spine, our muscles, our joints healthy and moving and fluid going through there, the better. Yeah. Awesome. That's very helpful. And I find myself sitting here wanting to do all of those things. Yeah. I'm saying them. Like, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. Um, what do you recommend? Because I know a lot of hygienists deal with carpal tunnel and wrist kind of issues. So what kind of stretches do you recommend wrist-wise? Yes, this is a big one for dental hygienists. Um, anything that can open the front of the hand or the palm of the hand. If you think about it all day long, we are working and working and engaging the muscles in the palm of the hand compared to the um, the backs of the hand. So anything that we can be doing typically to stretch the front of the hand. A couple of like really simple ones that I can just share right now is bringing palms together in front of you. People call it prayer hands, but kind of like bringing the hands in front of the chest, really making sure your fingers are spread evenly pressing into each other, and then just slightly lowering the hand. So you're lowering them towards the belly button. Um, and ideally we're getting a little stretch through the palm of the hand, the base of the palm, and maybe even into the forearm. Another, like a really simple one is just wrist rolls, really slow movement of the wrist. Um, and then another one we can do when we're at work is just bringing our hand or our arm out to either a door jam or the wall, bringing the palm onto the wall, spreading the fingers, and then kind of walking our body in the opposite direction. So we're not only getting a hand stretch, but arm, maybe even chest as well. So those are some of my favorites. But again, if I, I had actually someone recently I started working with, she's a hygienist. She was in a lot of pain with her hand and she had no idea why. And when I started talking to her, talk about alignment, when I started working with her, I found out that she unwinds from work as a dental hygienist by playing video games. So she was uh -huh. literally going from using her hands to using her hands. And we see this a lot with dental professionals. I know a lot that make jewelry, a lot of dentists that do woodworking. Um, I like to cross stitch. Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. 
I know. And we want to keep doing the things that we love. So making sure I'd say at the, the end of it, I stretching the, the palm of the hand and even strengthening the back of the hand. Awesome. I love that. Super helpful. Um, you talked about obviously yoga, big fan of yoga. Do you recommend that for everyone? And, and I'm going to ask that question because I have done some Pilates and some yoga and I've learned for myself. Again, I think you have to custom tailor what works for you, but I try to stay away from the things where I'm putting a lot of weight on my wrists because it doesn't feel comfortable to me. Yeah. Yeah. So my answer for a lot of things is it depends. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are so many different styles of yoga out there. I am, especially for dental professionals, a huge proponent of therapeutic yoga. So using it in like the instance for you in a not weight bearing way that you can still release tension and build strength and reduce stress in your body. So I do recommend it for everyone. Do I think that everyone's practice should and will look the same? Absolutely not. My practice just over the last 12 years of my dental hygiene career has looked very different. I was like, a baby grandma, 24 year old in pain, doing really simple, basic things and have evolved and gone through kind of more vigorous yoga practices. Um, I do think that yoga is accessible for everyone and yoga can benefit everyone. Um, whether it's you take the stretches from it or you take and utilize different breathing practices for stress or anxiety, or you're doing different meditations to support your mental, emotional, physical well-being. Um, I do think yoga can be for everyone, but not what what will work for me might not work for everyone else. And and I have so many people that will come to my classes and I feel like half of them are scared because they've never done yoga. They're intimidated. They don't know what to expect. And the other half is like waiting for this like power vinyasa crazy class that I just don't teach. Um, yeah, that's my long story. Yeah, I love it. So the reality of what we go through as hygienists on a daily basis, both physically and mentally, really can take a toll. And I have several friends that have stepped away from the profession due to exhaustion, burnout, and physical pain, which for a couple of them resulted in neck and wrist surgeries. So help us create some strategies for avoiding burnout from the mental aspect. Yeah. I think just like with when we're looking at pain prevention, it's an individualized approach. So we're, we want to look at some of the things that happen in the operatory, some of the things that happen throughout our day, but we also want to be paying attention to is the office that we are in or where we are working in alignment? Because I know I've worked in many offices that I could do everything that I could to support my mental well-being, and I go in there and it feels toxic. So that's that's one really important piece is, is the place that you're working and who you're working with. Does that feel in alignment? Because that's really important. Um I think setting boundaries is a big thing for a lot of dental professionals and knowing what season you're in, being able to say no when you need to, being able to listen to your body is super important. Um, and then when we talk about things that we can bring into the operatory, um, 
I'm a yoga fan. So paying attention to our breath, right? That's mindfulness. Mindfulness is linked to reducing stress, to allowing us to be more present, improving focus, improving attention, our concentration. Some might say from that, improving patient care. Um, so there's there's a lot of different things that we can do in the operatory breathing, meditation, just different stretches, um, different affirmations even. Um, and then there's a lot of things that we want to look at when we're a dental professional and making sure that it's in alignment and that we feel good. Yeah. I love that. And I think I've learned for myself that figuring out what you really love to do, like I'm a big nature girl, being outside is like a huge mental break for me and it kind of resets me. So I have recently been spending a ton of time out on my back deck, just outside, you know, I've got a beautiful view and I just sit and, you know, watch the wind blow and just practice the breathing. And I think there's some magic sauce to that. Even if it's not for an extended period of time, it does kind of de-stress you pretty quickly. Yeah. And, and everyone is so different. So just like you said, like find your magic sauce, the little bits throughout your day or little, really simple things that you can weave into your day that bring you joy, that make you happier, that lift you up. For me, it's sometimes going outside in the morning and enjoying a peaceful sunrise with a cup of coffee or going on a walk after work and just being in nature, looking at the birds, doing my thing. So in some days it's doing a hardcore workout. Some days it's laying on my floor, listening to sad music. I don't know. And I, I think it's important to be able to have different things that we can, we can bring in to support us throughout different times. Yeah. And I think there's one other thing I want to add that I think has been extremely helpful to me because we do have those really rough days and tough moments. And I have said from the beginning of all of this, you know, hygiene's really hard. We are, we are doing a lot of things. We were responsible for a lot of things. We are, you know, dealing with people, which sometimes can be tough. Um, you know, especially when people come in and tell you how much they hate being there. Um, you know, when they start that way, (laughs) right. Um, yeah, who, nobody does that in any other profession. So it's so interesting, but anyway, Um, I think when we're in really in the middle of it, I found for myself that if I will purposely work on my mindset and shift my perspective and approach it from an attitude of gratitude, that can, can turn the whole day around. And even if it's something small, like today I had a patient, a new patient that came in she was terrified. It had been six years since her last visit. She said, I almost didn't come. I was so nervous. And she left just raving about she was so excited she came and for me that was just like a brief moment in the day but it, it it carried me through the day of thinking gosh we really got to help her we really got to make an impact and I'm so grateful for that and sometimes just those small shifts in mindset and practicing that gratitude can turn the whole day around yeah absolutely I I love that. I I think there's something so powerful about the impact we create as dental professionals. And I think like you shared, it, our, our work can be really hard physically, mentally, emotionally draining. 
And so when we can continuously come back to our why or the bigger impact we're creating or our mission, that it, that can help get us through those really tough days because it's not the person that hates coming that is going to be rude to you the whole time that is going to lift you up. But it is those patients like you had today that you might have just changed their life and the course of oral health care for that patient for the rest of their life. Yeah. yeah. And those are moments that... Do, do we need to all have like a, a gratitude jar by us? And when one of those great moments happen, we write in it. So then when, when we have a rainy day, we, we go look at them. I like that idea. Yeah. that I like that idea too. I mean, hygiene, hygiene is hard, but it is definitely a gift. So, so rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am so, so appreciative of your time with us and your passion and focus. Tell, tell our listeners how they can find you. Yes. You can find me almost anywhere um, on the or at the Aligned Hygienist. So I'm on Instagram. My website is the Aligned Hygienist and you can send me an email. It's hello at the Aligned Hygienist.com. Perfect. And then I know you have got some exciting stuff you're working on coming up. Anything you want to share with us? I do. Um, I have a couple things going on. One, I have a yoga membership and a couple of different yoga bundles. Um, so if you're looking for yoga that is therapeutic, kind of like what we were talking about here today, uh, that you can do at home and at work, definitely go check out my website. Um, and then I'm also restarting a four-month program for dental hygienists, all about ergonomics, posture, taking care of ourselves. It's called Hygiene Well. We're going to start in a couple of weeks. And um, yeah, that's, that's got a lot that of other exciting. stuff going on, it. but yeah. Yeah. Well, before we sign off here, um, is there anything else you want to leave us with? Yeah, I think it's just the reminder to continuously come back to taking care of yourself, that at the end of the day, we can show up over and over for our patients and our lives. But if we're not tuned in and connected and aligned, um, I think we're missing a big piece of all of this. So that's... Yeah. We always say, we always say here that you can't give out of a place of deficit. So yeah. oh yes, put that oxygen mask on first and take yeah. care of yourself so that we can take care of others. Well, yeah. I'm so appreciative of you and listeners go check out the aligned hygienist and make sure that you're feeling great so that you can take great care of your patients. And for those of you listeners who have not yet joined our mighty network, come do so. It's a free download uh, you download the app Mighty Network, search Bulletproof Hygiene, and come join our community. It's a great forum, place to connect, ask questions, share wins, um, and just lean on each other because we know we need each other. So, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us. And everyone, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for taking your valuable time to invest in yourself and listen to this episode. I hope it's been thought-provoking, empowering, and stirred your curiosity. If you've enjoyed this content, please click the subscribe button to catch new episodes or share this episode with your colleagues. To keep track of upcoming Bulletproof events and opportunities, visit bulletproofhygiene.com or better yet, join the Mighty Network Bulletproof Hygiene community to connect with like-minded dental professionals that share ideas, struggles, and wins. Have a great week, everybody.